What's happening? It's Brad. Before we get started, I've got to throw out another disclaimer this week, guys. I'm so sorry. Audio is rough. We're in the process of using some new software as well as I'm using some new hardware. It did not come together. It sounded like it came together when we recorded, when I'm actually trying to put the episode together. It just didn't. Um, we will have it together next week. So I apologize for last week and I apologize for this week. I know I said the Wi-Fi at the hotel that much was true, but I'm thinking that there may be some other factors as well. I appreciate y'all still rocking with us and listening and telling your family and friends and following us on social, all of that. One more quick disclaimer. We had a conversation about Tom Brady possibly retiring because at the time that we recorded, uh, we had heard that he had retired, but then the story was pulled back that he had not officially retired. Well, by the time this episode comes out, you will already know Tom Brady has in fact retired. So figure us for that. Uh, enjoy the show. Love you guys. Thanks. Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. It's the show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro? No, but I count that. I'm going to take you out from the first episode. I'm going to have to leave you in this episode just for folks to laugh at. Uh, what's, what's good with you, bro? What's happening with you? Man, no, much. just got back from Ohio. Just when you picked up my boat. Just chilling. Picked up your boat? Yeah. What's the breeze by that? Come on. <laughs> you picked up your boat? Yeah. I got I got a boat. I bought a boat back in um uh, back in so no, I went July. The end of July, I went to I went to Florida and I got on a yacht and I was like, oh yeah, I got to get on the water some more. So probably would have been August or September. I seen the boat on Facebook Marketplace for like two grand. And that butt was pretty. <laughs> and, I, and I messaged the dude. Dude never responded. So then I was like really on it. Like, hold on. I get a boat for a couple grand. So I started looking. Another dude had a boat. He wanted like, I don't know. It was like 1800 or something. I offered him, I don't know. I offered him like 1300 And he, he said, yeah. I was like, cool. So right. he said it either started that it was messed up, but he had had it in the water. So uh, I bought it nonetheless. Well, I kept looking, and I ended up finding another boat. Dude had like put twenty two hundred on there. Well, all of a sudden, when I see it, it say like five hundred. I'm like, what? And it showed, you know how Facebook showed when somebody dropped their price, they put the little slash through it. So I was like... What's going on with this? Yeah, so I talked to him. He's like, I bought it as a project. I just redid the whole engine. You know what I'm saying? The interior needs to be redone. But the trailer's good. You know what I'm saying? The engine's good. Just really need to do the, the, uh, the interior. So I was like, cool. Well, I told my cousin, I was like, I'm just for shits and giggles, I'm gonna offer dude two fifty, see if he take it. He said, Yeah. And I was like, 
wow. So he was like, come to find out, he just graduated in Cincinnati and landed a job in Michigan, had to move. And his boat was at his father's you know, same vacation home in Indian Lake. He had to get it up out of there. So I just caught a steal, you know, and for an extra 50 bucks, he threw in like a battery and some switches and stuff he had. So for like 300 bucks, I'm into that boat. Um, and then I was like, man, I need some jet skis. So I was looking online and I'm finding a set of double jet skis for 1500 <laughs> so <laughs> I bought the whole whole boat set up in like a month's time and so I just went and picked up uh, the last boat this weekend I had to put give it to the mechanic down there to do the starter and whatnot at a bilge pump so got a boat and hit the water hey this spring and summer you know, there are certain people that will say that, you know, people are old souls or, or you know, they're ahead of their time. But you, Fred, you are built for such a time as this. Who else do does anybody know? Please hit us up on any socials at What's Happening. Let us know if you know anybody else that will be on vote. Be like, you know what? I need to give me one of these joints. You know what? Let me get another joint. This man on a whim just told us that he bought jet skis and two whole ass boats. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Hey, but bro. It, listen, and it's crazy that you said that, like, because being on a, a boat, you know what I mean? Me, it was, it was me, my cousin AG, her lady legend, my lady Marge. We paid $1,600 for four hours between the four of us. And then like an extra 200 for jet ski. Now, don't get me wrong. We was on like a, a baby yacht. I asked the dude, like, you know, what one of these run? He like 250000 Yeah. It's going to be a minute. So I, <laughs> I did the math. No, it ain't going to be a minute. But see, that's the thing. That's how we think. And that's what be getting to me. Me and my cousin lady, we was on the same page. Like, hold on. Dog said we was the third trip today. We was mm. 1600. They was mm. 1600. Mm. They was 1600. Mm. Bro, that's down there seven bands in a day. Yeah, all right. All right. If you, you do that, do that three days out the weekend, that's 21,000 a weekend. Three Time days on the weekend. Time for. Yes, you can make that money back in three months. And, and now you, you can, listen, you're in Florida, so you can do this year round. Yeah. All right. And there right. you go. That's how you take a yacht at 250000 and you buy that bitch in like two, three years and own it. I ain't got no yacht, though. Y'all cancel that shit, but, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got me a little boat, but shit. If I, if I get it right, you best believe I have something down there in Florida for y'all to rent. Hell yeah. All right. That's dope. I appreciate <laughs> it. We're going to have to get together, and I'm going to need a ride, brother. I'm going to need a ride. One time for the one time. I mean, you know, I know... I know, I know. Uh, Marge got got family here. You know what I'm saying. You want to bring one of the boats to to, to Detroit? 
and you need your, your brother to oversee it. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you. I got hey, you. I ain't gonna lie. I want to drop it in Lake Erie and drive up to Detroit, over to Canada and back one time. Oh, oh yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. And what's funny is, um, you know, I don't know if I've said this on on the podcast before, but you know, for for the listeners, my wife is originally from Ohio, and um, if you ever look at the map, if you look at where Detroit is on the map, and if you look at where Cleveland is on the map, um, you actually have to go away. So when you drive south to get out of out of Michigan to go to Ohio, you're actually driving southwest, but Cleveland is east. You actually have to drive southwest, and then once you get into Ohio, you get deep enough in, into the Toledo area to where you can actually begin to move east and actually get towards Cleveland or wherever you're going. I say all that nerdy information to say is that if it weren't for the lake, Cleveland is probably a one-hour trip. It, like if if that was land instead of instead of a road instead of instead of water. Um, and the joke is always because my wife's family is four hours away. The joke is always, man, if we just had a boat, we could get there in about an hour. You know, man, hour, hour and a half, we just ride that. Water. So uh, I would be down to just, you know, saying go go over to Canada real quick. Boom, boom, boom. All right, you know, what? let's go see what the in-laws are doing. Boom, boom. Head on down to Ohio real quick. We got to get back to the crib. I got to work in the morning. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if, if it's within hour half distance like that, I mean, it can for sure happen, big dog. Like, so I'm just saying, if you need, if you got, you know what? I really had a space for two boats in Kentucky, but the bro can handle one for me. And I, I got you. That's what friends are for. <laughs> Trust me, if I don't, I got rental property with a backyard in Ohio. I got city. <laughs> Hey, I got cousins that's wanting to get it, but no, nah, I've already partnered with a friend who got cottages up by the lake. See if I joints up there. Um, but I got a commercial building here too, so most of most of All right, so a uh, little bit of yeah, just a little shout out, you know. Uh, been, been collaborating with some folks in the podcast game as well, and uh, I want to give a shout out to Justin Stewart. Uh, his podcast, he gave us a shout out uh, last week, and you know he just said, "Hey, I, I got this show called What's Happening. I like it. Y'all should listen to it. The show is called Justin's Eye on Entertainment and World Reviews. So he just talked about entertainment. And he talked about the world. So definitely give him a listen. And uh, Justin, we appreciate that shout out for show. So um, appreciate you, like- Justin." If we like, if y'all like what we do, go check out. You know what I'm saying? This is another person just trying to do, just you know, getting the message out there. But um, let's get into it. Let's talk about uh, what what's happening. We can talk uh, uh, for a couple of minutes about Tom Brady. Well, he just mm-hmm. retired, or did he? Well, you just seen something breaking. I ain't you know. Well, no, they um, it came out that. That he hasn't officially retired after they announced he, he retired yesterday. Yeah, because they said he called the GM of the Bucks and said, oh, "No, no, no, I'm, I'm not retiring yet. Oh, I haven't made a decision yet." And it, it probably is. He you probably did. and then he just didn't. Um, he just want to announce on his own terms. No, nah, it's probably the media trying to find an answer. 
I, you know, that's how the media spins shit. They throw shit out there, um, get an answer. So if they say, you know, Tom Brady retired, it's just announced Tom Brady retired. Tom Brady might call the GM and say, hey, who the fuck said that? I ain't made no decision yet. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He ain't made a decision yet. We'll find out something soon. Now they, you know what I'm saying, they got they got a, a ears in there. You know what I'm saying? They got they got a voice. But if they didn't make that move, now it's just a, damn, hey, y'all know what Tom Brady going to do? Nah, okay, okay. Find out, let me know. So instead of waiting for the story, you make the story. Yeah, but... Because of the way Tom Brady responded, because he didn't tweet or anything, at least to the best of my knowledge, what I've seen, I would say that that ain't what happened. He probably just wanted to control the narrative. And I remember a specific incident, incident, uh, a specific uh, incident when um, Gordon Hayward, uh, he was with the Utah Jazz. He was a free agent in 2017. And there was rumors that he was, like, going to go to Boston anyway. Um Boston was was good, all of that. This that and the third. Boston was doing decent, and then Brad Stevens was the coach at Boston. Brad Stevens was his coach at college. It was like, yeah, it's looking like you know, saying like all the rumors were that he was going to go to Boston. Then a story came out that um, he was actually going to Boston, right? And then he was like, no, 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 like I'm not, I've not made a decision, I've not made a decision. Like he came out and said, like it's not true, and then like an hour later. He dropped an article at the Players Tribune announcing that he was going to Boston because he wanted to do it the way KD did it when KD went to Golden State the year before. It was like, oh, it was true the whole time. He just he wanted to announce it when it was his time. So, and like, I get it. Like, if you're Tom Brady, like you deserve to be able to control that narrative. Like, you deserve, like I think about Aaron Rodgers doing the same thing. Mm. What you mean by that, bro? Here we go. What you I mean, mean They said he ain't re- returning to Green Bay, but he ain't said he ain't returning to Green Bay. Well, no, because that was there was rumors about it like all last year after the playoffs, and then he announced that he wanted to trade on draft day. And then they, like, that was their whole thing was, like, they're going to negotiate how to get through this season. Well, that's because they were supposed to be picking up uh, a top QB, right? Well, no, they drafted uh, uh, they drafted Jordan. Uh, and I don't know the whole situation well, but, like, I remember hearing Stephen A. Smith uh, from ESPN saying that, like, they've never drafted him, uh, Aaron Rodgers, a receiver in the first round. Like, they keep drafting – other positions and not positions that'll help him out directly. Um, whatever. I don't know. It, it seems to be a whole, like, it seems like to me, everybody kind of turned on Aaron Rodgers and like him lying to the media about being vaccinated didn't help. I don't want to have another vaccine mandate episode. <laughs> but like, it seems like that played a part of it for sure. I don't know, bro. It, it just, and then he came out and proved that he worth every goddamn dollar and some, and now he's finna shit on him. <laughs> I mean, that's what's gonna happen, though. Like, mark my what? words. Like, it... 
the part to me that's interesting is that I feel like I feel like it's the Brett Favre situation again. Like, remember, Brett Favre retired because Green Bay was like, it's time for you to not be the starter. And then, like, he came out of retirement in the same offseason and went to play for the Jets. He wanted to go play for Minnesota, but they wouldn't trade him in the division. So they traded him out of the conference and sent him to the Jets. Played one year for the Jets. Then he ends up making his way. I forget if it was a trade or 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 a signing. He ends up making his way to Minnesota anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, well, it was because he had that clause, and so basically, you know what I'm saying. He could only go to a team that basically wouldn't have him playing against them. That was in his contract. It was basically like a non compete clause. And I don't. Yeah. But so the, point the reason was, he went to the Jets was so that way he could clear that clause because once he did a year with them, they basically wrote his next contract. They didn't have a clause that said, you know what I'm saying, he couldn't yeah. he or however, so now that gave him the right to be able to go to whatever team or side he wanted to. I don't know if that was a clause so much as just Green Bay refusing to trade him in the division. Division matchups, more so the basketball, are crazy important in football because of the shortened schedule. Um, but the point that I'm making was not that. The point that I'm making about bringing Brett Favre is that, like, Brett Favre was at, was at the end of his career, wasn't ready to accept it, had Aaron Rodgers coming up behind him, and then now it seems like it's the same thing. It's like, it's like Green Bay is making plans, like, okay, like you coming up on, I think this was year sixteen or year seventeen for Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, okay, like time is coming. Like you're great, but time is coming. We got to start planning for the future. Let's get another guy in here. Let's put him behind you for a few years. But it seemed like he wasn't ready for it. They should have went. They should have got a wide receiver. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, it, it's true though. Like, because you got to think about it. The same token when Brett Favre left. And they got Aaron Rodgers and brought him in. Brett Favre told him, like, hey, I'm not training my replacement. And so he had to become Aaron Rodgers on his own. He didn't have nobody to show him the robes, give him the tips and tricks. Because like you said, Favre, he wasn't ready to admit it. So he wasn't going to give him nothing. He's taking his job. So, in the same token, if he's not ready to go, and even if they didn't ever go get him a wide receiver, it's really like, fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and fuck him too. Shit, he'll figure it out or he won't. Well, I'm laughing now because that little part where you said, like, I'm not training my replacement, it sounds like your story. What you mean? With, with your pops. With my who? But your, with your dad. He wasn't. He wasn't trying to share them gifts with you. He wasn't trying to uh, trying to put you up on game. He was just trying to do his thing. You had to get it up out the mud. I mean, yeah, I'm still. I mean, I'm still figuring it out a little bit. You know what I'm saying here and there, but it's all good. You know what I mean? Because it for some, you know what I'm saying, it's meant to be like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, 
because at the same time, if he gave me everything he knew, I'd probably be a little more careless, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I know it, you know what I mean? Versus now I'm learning it. You you won't be able to get over on me as much because oh it inside and out. Whether I do it or don't do it, you're not gonna be able to play me. You saying like if you had this, this the, the game, you had still you'd be like, you know what, I can let this shit ride because I can just do it again. And now you saying like everything is precious. I see what you, is that it, yeah, it, you know what I'm saying? And not only is it precious, but at the same time, like, if I'm coming into a situation, I'm not blind to what's going on. You can't tell me, oh, yeah, everything here's good. We got this and this straight. You know what I'm saying? Because I could look at it and be like, nah, that ain't right. That ain't up to code. That's not going to pass. You know what I'm saying? Or y'all didn't go through the proper channels to get that. I, you, you can't do nothing with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's things like that that you would be able to pick up on that if my dad just was like, boom, 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 I just know the surface level. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to know, you know what I'm saying, if this mess up or if that happened, you know what I'm saying, or how somebody might be trying to run game or pull a fast one on this one. You know what I'm saying? Because I always had him to you know what I'm saying, help me out or smooth it over if if it ever mess up. Now, it's all on me. You know what I'm saying? I got to figure that out. I'll have to work through those issues. So it teaches me more, you know what I'm saying, in the long run than it would if he just, you know what I'm saying, kind of did it for me as he's showing me. Like, he – I don't think he, he's a, a teacher, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I was about to disagree with you and be like, no, if he's teaching you, like, you're going to have it. And that's just going to put you, like, ahead. But you're saying that, like, that teaching wasn't there, so he would have just given it to you. Yeah, because it's always going to be a given. It's not going to be a a teaching because he doesn't really know how to teach. It's like, if you can't pick it up as he's doing it, then you're essentially not going to learn. You know what I'm saying? So there's going to be a lot of things that he can maneuver and do and you don't really know that if it's right or wrong or if it, if it's a quick fix like you, you don't really learn like you just you kind of just know how to do you don't know what's really what it takes or what's involved you I might miss you. you might miss steps going to pick up hey go get me this real quick so you and he might did this this and this and you ain't see that yeah. I dig so it. You, you miss out on a lot that way like going through the struggle this way it's rough, but you know what I'm saying? I know how valuable it is in the long run. I dig it. I dig it. That's like um one of them um one of the Medea movies or the Medea plays, one of them uh title very joints, where um they had the character that was in the nursing home, the dad that was, you know, trying to make it right with his child, and the dad is, you know, at the end of the life. And it's, it's the part of the movie where Medea is, it's just Medea gets a job, I remember now. Um, and, you know, uh, basically the joke that Medea made was that the blessing was that dad 
was the dad, maybe was the dad not being around because by not being around, the son eventually, like by not being around, he wasn't the negative influence and the son was able to just thrive in that environment where he had to kind of figure it out without a father behind him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I feel what you're saying. While we, before we go too far away from the football, man, I just want to go ahead and shout out Matt Stafford, man. I thought I, I thought I was gonna have my my Super Bowl matchup of Matt Stafford versus Patrick Mahomes. You know, Mahomes just after two minutes left in the in the first half, he just crumbled, man. Like he lost it all. Um, but Matt Stafford playing in his first Super Bowl, and what's crazy is so we're recording this on January thirtieth, two thousand twenty-two. On January 30th, 2021 is when Adam Schefter announced that he was getting traded. So in one year, homie went from missing the playoffs in, in a literal calendar year. Homie went from missing the playoffs to punching a ticket to the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl is going to be at his home stadium. Um, hey, that is, that shit, though, though, like, not only him, though, like, motherfuckers was back, back in Baker Mayfield, look at OBJ. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just like, we gonna mess you, up our, our, our Cleveland listeners when we say that one. <laughs> hey, I don't care, like, cause I, you know what I'm saying? Like when I watched that that video, I, I felt it. I'm like, dang, why didn't he? Like me as a QB, I don't care what the personal vendettas is. I don't care who's supposed to get the most touches. If I look and I check. And I see somebody open, you got to get it. Either you going to look bad or we going to look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because I'm putting it on the money. Right. You, so that's, I mean, that's his fault. It, there's no way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I was getting that too. I don't know where that's coming from. But truthfully, you know what I'm saying? They they just really didn't want him to to, to shine. Cause he's showing out. You know what I'm saying? He he literally got damn near as many touchdowns as, as Cooper Cup on the season. You mean in the, in that span? In the span they've been together? That he's been with the Rams. Okay. For this, for, for this season, he's they like right there with with touchdowns. That much I don't know because uh, I ain't been looking that close. But I know that they, they all on Cooper Cup talking about he, sh- he should be the MVP. And I don't know. I just want to give a shout out to Matt Stafford um, in particular. We drafted Matt Stafford here in Detroit. He was the, the – the number one overall pick, that was the draft that we got the number one overall pick because we went 0-16, and, and, like, dude was ready to come to Detroit. He, um, back then is when the NFL rules were a little bit more relaxed, and he actually, I remember he agreed to the contract the night before the draft, and the draft was just a formality, so I ain't got no beef for home. His family embraced Detroit, so I'm just happy to see Detroit, even in a backhanded way, somehow <laughs> finally hit a, a Super Bowl appearance out <laughs> some way. Um, but yeah, man. man that's I, messed up for y'all, though, man. Listen, we, we talked about it before, bro. We got everything else going right. All right. 
and not necessarily right now. Because Detroit sports right now are just bad. But we did we didn't won every other sport. We even have NFL championships. That was before the Super Bowl, before the AFC or the AFL NFL merger. We have the Detroit Lions are four time NFL champions. <laughs> Which is the equivalent of an NFC championship now. But the point is is that, you know, we can't have it all. You know, I, I love my city. It's gonna be all right. Um let's take a break. All right. So, you know, we often talk about um a lot of things dealing with money and trying to, you know, make sure you have your income looking right, residual income and all that kind of stuff, man. And, Y'all know, Fred just flexed on us and talked about, you know, he just bought a boat and then he bought another boat and then he bought some jet skis and he got, you know, commercial property, residential property. He, he got this, he got that and like this center. He likes that and likes this. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, we just want to talk about how we do it, man. And, and yeah, um, you know, Fred has been a long standing uh, entrepreneur. You know, really, you know, for me, this podcast is really my first step into entrepreneurship. But we just go, you know, talk about some of the stuff that we're doing with uh, entrepreneurship. And, uh, and you know, shout out to, real quick, I'm going to do another uh, podcast shout out. Uh, my guy, uh, Parrish Patton, he has the Entrepreneur Kickback. He's based here in Detroit. He and I used to work together. And um, it's a, it's so funny, like, without talking to each other. Both podcasts, uh, both What's Happening and The Entrepreneur Kickback launched in like the same week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, literally, it was, I made the uh, the podcast uh, socials for us and um, we dropped ours like the same day that he dropped his first episode. So, uh, but his his show was dope. He's been talking to a lot of local uh, entrepreneurs, the people that, that he knows and He's just building relationships. So if you're into like entrepreneurship for real, um, hit up hit up uh, Entrepreneur Kickback. He's on all your all your platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, TikTok, all that. Uh, Entrepreneur Kickback. But yeah, um, you know, man, what you into these days, bro? I mean, I know some of it, but what you into? Or maybe I should less than you are. Well, what you into, brother? Because I, I mean, you tell me a little bit, but I, I always like these conversations. So I, I'll be intrigued. It might be something new on the table I ain't heard. Well, first off, I do have a full time regular job that, um, you know, listen, I, I say this not to brag or anything like that. I, my, my full time position is stress free. Um, uh, I have the full support for anything that I need. You know, my job is to, um, you know, I represent a a retail brand, a uh, specific retail brand. I'm not going to go into two specifics, but if you know me, you know what that brand is. Um, and I go into uh, retail stores and I train and support the employees at those retail stores. It's literally um, a job that is made for my personality. Uh, it's, made for, it, it's a job that requires me to do you know, a lot of moving around. I don't stick in one place for too long, which is perfect for me and who I am because, like, I don't like sitting down in the same place and, you know, looking at the same walls for, for 40 hours a week. I've never been that kind of person to enjoy that. You know, always want to get out more, see more, do more. So this this position allows me to do that. 
Um, it's stress-free. I make my own schedule, uh, you know, relative to, you know, what's required of me. But the ability for me to make my own schedule allows me to be flexible and do other things. And, you know, there was a job that I've had before where, man, 50, 60 hours, <laughs> it, it was the norm. Um, and, you know, I know you talked about that a little bit before on the, uh, I, actually, on last week's podcast, you talked about that before. Um, so, you know, being able to say, like, you know, we got to do this on this day. Listen, we talked about a few weeks ago, y'all. I just moved. And, like, me having the freedom to be able to go and, and check out houses and, and meet up with folks pretty much whatever I want has been was amazing. Uh, for a very stressful period of my life. Um, so I've got my full-time job that I work. You know, I just picked up a little little side hustle for a little extra cash, uh, doing a little DoorDash. And um, it is fun to learn that. So first off, like networking and talking to people you know. Uh, you know, Fred here has done DoorDash in the past. You know, he put me on game a little bit. And then um, I also do a little bit of voluntary. We talked about this before, like one of the earlier episodes, but, you know, I, I help out with food distribution, you know, at my church. And, um, you know, you know, two of the guys that, that are on that team, you know, one guy does DoorDash, the other guy does ship, right? And they're just like, yeah, the guy does DoorDash. is like, you know, I do this. You know, here's my advice. These are the kind of days you want to work. This is the kind of time you want to work. You know, this, is, this should be the minimal number you accept. This should be the max number you accept. Um yeah, so on and so forth. And then the other guy, he was like, hey, I, I'm doing ship. This is my little hustle right here. This is cool. Bang, 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 boom, boom, boom. And then, like, I know somebody else that does ship as well. And uh, she just kind of picks it up, you know, whenever she's ready to pick it up. Shout out to uh, to Samantha. Uh, she just picks it up whenever she's ready to pick it up and you know, get a little extra cash to get, you know, something for the little baby, something for herself, whatever, right? Um so, you know, it's cool. And then obviously, you know, what we talked about earlier is this podcast. This is a a, a, a project that um, it started off with just me saying on Facebook in like summer 2020, talking to my people. I was just like, I'm going to make a podcast. And it was just a joke. Like, and I was barely even listening to the podcast at that point in my life. It was just a joke. And everybody just started guessing. I'm like, oh, yeah, you started a podcast. I'm gonna listen to that, you know. I'm gonna, you know what? I actually do have the ability to like talk to anybody. So, like, if there's somebody that could post a, that could do a podcast, it could be me. But like, how do I want to do it? And like, what do I want the format to be like? And blah, blah. And so, I really kind of ramped up my podcast listening at that point. You know, there was, you know, um, there were. Essentially, there were two podcasts that I was actually listening to, but but rather than listening to them, I was watching them on YouTube. And uh, just kind of inadvertently, the way that life was operating at the same time, I converted it from watching it on YouTube, sitting down on the couch watching it on YouTube. You know, around that same time is when I'm starting trying to work out, be a little bit more active, trying to get healthy, things of that nature. It's easy to listen to podcasts while you do workouts and, and things of that nature. So. I, I converted it into in, into my podcast, and I just started adding more. First, I'm just listening to a lot of basketball podcasts, and I'm listening to news, 
then I'm like, oh, I've been rocking with this show for, for, for years anyway. I can listen to this podcast. I can listen to this as a podcast. Um, and then like, there are some other shows. So like ESPN, they have a lot of, they have podcasts, but then they have shows that they present in a podcast format as well. So you can get it how you like it. Um, and what I'm saying is, is that as I began to listen to more and more podcasts, I'm like, okay, I like how this person's format is. I like how this person's format is, right? I, I don't like this. I see why this works. I see why this, how this doesn't work, so on and so forth. And then, you know, I'm just sitting on that podcast thought, eh, about a year. And then I hit Fred, like, man, you need to just go ahead and be my, my podcast host. I'm like, yeah, I'm with it, whatever, right? And then um, I just I just texted Fred one day, maybe in, like, August, I want to say. I was like, what's happening? He's like, what's up? And I'm like, nah, that should be the name of our podcast. What's happening? Hit me up, like, three days later. He like, that's the move right there. I've been sitting here thinking about it. That's the move. <laughs> I feel like another two months to get it going, but you know, <laughs> just you know, we, we start start understanding, you know, how to make it work, how to get it uploaded, how to get uh, the distribution, and here we are. And it's been a work in progress. You know, we figured out how to get music into it, um, realize how to be able to like make little clips to put on the social things of that nature. So, um, and for and for me, you know, this is. Um, the DoorDash piece and the, and the shift piece that I'm about to pick up as well. I, I, I've been doing DoorDash. I actually just started doing DoorDash literally this week. Um, and I, I just got approved for shift. I'm waiting on my, my shit kit, my shit kit, kits. When I can't say that. Waiting on my, my, my supplies to come in and then I'll be able to start picking up on shift orders as well. And like for me, you know, a little bit of extra money because I got some other stuff that I want to get into down the road. But also, like, for me, that's going to fund this as well because I know the numbers that I need to, to pay to get the, the distribution, to pay for the music, this, that, and the other. Looking into some other stuff, you know, so I know what that number needs to be for us to grow this show. When I grow this show, and I really don't have to do, like, much more I just got to put a little bit more investment into the show and then the show is just going to pay for itself. And then the show, after it begins to pay for itself, that's going to be residual income, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, man, that's just, you know, the little bit of things that I'm into right now. But all of that stuff is just going to create opportunities to get into other stuff that, I, that I'm thinking on down the road as well. So, that took me, you know, what, five, ten minutes. So Fred about to be talking for the next three hours. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> nah, not the next three hours. But uh, what happened to the real estate? You know, um, I took some uh, real estate courses. So real estate was something that, that I just always was kind of interested in. And then uh, with, pan with the pandemic, you know, a whole lot of little government money came through, came out, and um, I, I picked up real estate courses. I got it on a discount, paid for a six-month course. It was just online at your own pace, this, that, and the third, right? Life kind of became hard to manage, so moment of transparency, I didn't finish it. Uh, but I also had to realize while I was doing it, in order to be great at it, 
I didn't have, at least at that point in my life, and really at this point in my life as well, um, I didn't have the time to dedicate the effort behind it to be to be great at it. It would have taken me, how do I say? I probably waited too long to get into it. And at that point in my life, it, it wasn't going to be a good fit. Now, the truth is, is that right now, it probably would be a great fit, but I'm focused elsewhere. Now, Fred got the eye like, boy, you tripping. Go ahead. I mean, ain't nothing never too late in your life to do. Um, what know, I meant, I didn't mean to like my age. I just meant that like for for what that, that needs, I should have got on it. I should have got on it way sooner. But like, realistically, for that point in my life, I should have got on it two years sooner than I did. Two to three years sooner than I did. Because if I would have done it then, and again, if you know then what you do now, but if I would have just like not been messing around with it, not, you know, put that Xbox controller down, you know what I'm saying? Um, Stop working 70 hours a week at the job, at that one job, you know what I'm saying? If I would have been like, you know what? Let me put a little bit of extra time into this. I would have been straight. I would have been straight. So what I'm saying is, is that what I had going on in 2020 when I took those courses, when I began to take those courses, I realized that that point in my life it wasn't going to be a good fit. Now, the reality is, to your point, why you in 2021, I probably could have made it work. By the time we got towards the end of 2021, I could have made it work. And now I'm just like, you know what? Maybe. But that passion kind of gone. I heard a lot of excuses. Uh-huh! It probably is, but it, it ain't no probably. It, it's excuses. Um, you know, I I'm not a fan of those. I I never have been. You know, saying nothing wrong with with using them, I guess. Um, but at some point, I think it was kind of like with the podcast when you hit me up. Um, he was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go ahead and get started, like, in another, another, like, probably two weeks to a month. I'm like, bruh, why not start now? What, what's the difference? It's just getting started. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just the fact of doing it. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I, I do it too, but, you know what I'm saying? We we want to trick ourselves, you know what I'm saying, out of what it is that we could be doing. Um, like, it, it's not, it's really not, you know, how would you say? It, it's really not the fact of what it is that you maybe lost that drive or that passion but sometimes we just really mentally try to act like it's more to bear, more to do than what we have to give. But you just said you gave 70 hours to a job. Mm-hmm. And right now you're probably giving, what, 40? I mean, I, 
I'm saying that for 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 good purpose in case anybody was to see this that you know you, you know, <laughs> 40 hours, right? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you know what I mean? So you already said you have an extra 30 hours available. Now I get it. The whole reason I left that job is because of the 70 hours. So I'm not trying to do 70 hours, but you telling me you can get somebody else 40 hours of your time, but you can't give yourself 30, 10, 15, 20. That's all I'm saying. Hey. You you got to put them, them hours in to you. So then, you know, that's what a lot of people ask me. They be like, well, how you do this? How you do that? Well, that's because I'm always constantly putting them a little bit of hours in. Now, a lot of people say, well, you don't finish nothing. But I believe in, you know, if I can attain it, why would I, you know what I'm saying, wait, oh, no, no, I got this going on. I can't, I can't. Because you don't know when you're going to catch another deal like that. Like when the next time you gonna buy a boat for three hundred dollars? Facts. You, you see what I'm saying? And I bought it. You know what I'm saying? Back in Ohio. You know what I'm saying? In the area around, not where I grew up, but around where I grew up. And here, where I live, fifteen hundred dollar boat all day. As is, I don't have to do nothing to it. Just get it here. Got it here. You you know so it but I could have made a hundred excuses of why I needed that three hundred dollars for something else. It's and truthfully, it come down to wanting to take that risk. You know what I'm saying? And and I look at a lot of things. You know me. You know I base a lot of things off of sales. I've been in sales quite some time. Um, I've sold phones, cars, um, wholesaling houses, you know, I try to dabble in that as well. Um, and I, I take sales and I use it with every aspect of life. And the thing is, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't, I can't do a job that's straight commission. And those show you the type of people you have. You got people that's willing to take a risk. And you got people that like that safety net. But if you ain't willing to take a risk, like we said, that whole, I'm going to listen, I'm going to do right, I'm going to go to school, college, you know what I'm saying, pay my, my stuff off, I'm going to buy a house, and in 30 years, I have it paid off, I can retire at 65, you know, collect money at 70-something, and hopefully live past 80 if I'm, if I'm lucky. <clears throat> that sounds boring as hell. And just going to work ain't going to cut it. So you got to take a risk. You got to be willing to bet on yourself. So, when you bet on yourself, there's a lot of things I think 
from talking with people, you know, who are in similar situations as us as far as, you know, economic-wise, you know, we don't have a lot. We, we, we got what we got, you know what I'm saying? We make what we make. We take care of our family. The little extras. But I don't think we understand how easy it is to get the things we say we want. You know, and it, I think that's a lot of times it's because we don't look up what we want because we think what we want is so far out of reach that there's no point in looking into that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we just need to even take that chance and, and see what it is that we want and see what it takes to achieve it. Because that's what a lot of people come to me and say, say, well, how, how you know how to do this? How you know how to do that? Well, I looked it up. It was simple. You know, some people are like, how you start a business? Well, it's only like $25. It might have went up since, you know what I'm saying, last time I would have got a vendor's license, but for $25, you go start your own business. Legally. You know, you can get a resale license. So that way you can buy different things and you can resell it, you know what I'm saying, at normal price. They make it so easy. They got, you know what I'm saying, different uh, sites to create your own website. You can do drop shipping. You know, you can do uh, direct to print. Vending machines, ATMs. Now, that was something that blew my mind. An ATM? I mm, never... I, I, I'm thinking it's the banks that own them. I ain't know it was the man that owned the store that I just went on ahead and, and, and bought the juice and whatnot out of. So think about it. When so he tried to do a feed the card. Or he the ATM machine. It's no brainer. He's going to get you covered or get you going. But my lady go get her nails done. I go get my nails done with her. They tell you in a heartbeat, we don't accept card. We don't accept card. Cash only. I only got a card. We got ATM. <laughs> you slick mother! <laughs> if I can speak, if I can speak your language, I'll I'll tell you something right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I know. You know what I'm saying? Like the average person don't know that you' about to get them three dollars and then turn around and pay them one hundred and twenty dollars. Right. And think about it. They get 25 people a day to spend $3 in that machine. It's, it's $75 a day. Plus, now that's the safe also. Because you, you got to fill it up yourself. So when you <laughs> pay them in cash, 
At the end of the night before they leave, they refill the machine. That's wild. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, cars. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can you can really buy used cars, and you can sell them. You know what I mean? Like find you a car for five hundred to a thousand, sell it for three. Yeah. You know, do it a couple times and up it. Buy you one for three, sell it for five or six. And just like to, to back up your point about just like just looking up stuff just to see, just in case. So I bought this van. Um, I mean, just rock with me. I bought this van back in 2018. We needed at that. The job that I had at that time, when I worked 70 hours a week, I had a company car, right? So we just needed something for the wife to get the kids around in, just because she wasn't working. It was just all on me at that point. Um, yeah, the baby wasn't even one yet at this point. Um, and so I bought that van from this guy, found it, just looking. Actually, she found it, looking on Facebook. I went, met the guy, did a test drive on it. It was solid, $900, right? Bought it. Um, we upgraded and got um, a 2017 van in late 2019. And um, that white van, the old one, just sitting in the driveway. It was rusted, dusted. We got what we paid for for $900. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, um, you know, I'm just like, whatever. It's We'll get rid of it. It's going to be what it is. Right. And then when it came time to move, we're just like, all right, we're just going to scrap it. Because we were using it as like a shed outside, keeping like kids outside toys in it. Because that house didn't have a garage or nothing like that. We just, we just whatever. Right. My whole thought the whole time, like, man, this thing, it was nothing no more. It was a 2006. It was rusty. It was crazy looking, bro. I'm like, man. If we can... got 1500 for it if it run. So, yeah, the, the value, um, because Credit Carver was telling me like the value of it, the value was like a thousand, something like that. Um, and my whole thought was like, man, if I can ever get like 150 bucks just to scrap this thing, like I'd be happy. Like, I, if me having a $900, me, me, the use that we got of it, I'm talking about like trips into Ohio, back and forth, blah, 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 like whatever, like got around with it, was, um, Taking the, all the kids to school, picking them up, grocery shopping, going to church, doing a whole right. night. Um, and and then once once the wife got back to work, that was her the back and forth to work every day. Like it was fine for for a year and a half for nine hundred dollars. We Gucci, you know what I'm saying? Like nine hundred right. We Gucci. Um. Anyway, we scrap it, bro. Four hundred dollars. We actually would have got five if one of the tires was a black. We would have got five. So, like, the tire was just had, had like a big hole in it. It would I wasn't gonna buy a new tire for that hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? But like, check this out. Go ahead. You got four hundred. Could have got five if one of the tires wasn't flat, right? Mm-hmm. Before you took it in there, you could have cut the catalytic converter off. 
you might have dropped your price by like $50 or something, but you turn around and sell the catalytic converter because you own the truck and got anywhere from 200 to maybe $500 just for the catalytic converter. Didn't even know that. You see what I'm saying? But that's it. It goes to, to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. It's a bunch of different ways to make money. You can make money, you know, numerous ways and people don't understand that and they think oh you know my time coming my chance coming you know i just got to keep working and it's going no it's not it's it's not nope you know it, it, it might be one person every probably 30 years that get that once in a lifetime chance like that where they just work and work and work and something fall in their lap that's just boom but for the rest of us you got to create um you know it it, it's a lot of things and one thing i i tell people is also you got to dream big you can't just sit here with these little thoughts and just, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people are content with just having, you know, enough, just, just making it and and more power to you. You know what I mean? Like I can't tell you where to be content at, you know what I mean? But for me, I don't know if I ever will see content. I don't know if I'll ever be comfortable with, you know what I'm saying, just enough or just where I'm at. You know, some people, oh, yeah, yeah, you you 50 years old, man. You good. You you got it. Nah, it's, it's a little more to have, you know what I mean? Like, because not only that, it's a little more to leave. You know? Ooh. Bar. <laughs> so, and, that, and that's, that's the thing that you know, I think we take for granted, like me and my cousin, we, we get into a lot because, you know, he like, I ain't leaving them nothing. You know what I'm saying? They going to have to get, you know, whatever on their own. I had to get on my own. I'm like, but why not change that? You know, you know what I mean? It's like, why, you know, why be okay with, you know, telling them, oh, well, you just got to figure it out. What's wrong with being there for them? Being able to teach them or show them how to guide them, how to, you know, be able to live for free. You know, if you ain't heard it nowhere else, if your kid leave a house and they first house that they purchase is not a duplex, or or multi-family home, you know, triplex, quadruplex, something to that nature. You're doing it wrong. Let them let somebody finance their life. That's that's the biggest thing. Don't wait around for opportunity and chances. Go take them. Got to take risks. 
you got to look up, you know, more of just what you want to know, you know. Look at open a, a staffing agency. That might be your thing. Look at opening a cleaning business. That could be your thing. Yeah. I tell you what. Even if you just go and find you a, a vacant land that somebody willing to rent out about next month, you can call the fireworks company and see if you can set up a tent. Sell fireworks. Make some extra cash from a certain period of time. If it's legal in your state. To the 4th of July. <laughs> it ain't got to be legal in your state. You know what I'm saying? Necessarily for you to sell it. They sell fireworks in every state. Whether it's legal or not. You just got to say that you're going to a legal state with them. Actually, I know in Ohio where we was at, it was illegal. So when we went to go get fireworks, they're like, "Where are you going for the Fourth of July?" We be like, "Kentucky." They be like, "Okay." As you fill out your paperwork, get you buy all your fireworks, you go home, blow that shit up right here in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People are saying places all over, but you know what I'm saying because they knew, you know, it's illegal. You you can't. I'm just, I'm just saying for the purposes of us for me <laughs> <laughs> I mean shit I was I live in Kentucky now. That was when I was a kid. I mean if they want to come get me for when I was ten or whatever, I don't care. <laughs> but, no, I'm saying for our listeners, they can't say they told me on where I was But so for so yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's all I'm getting at is, man, there's a, a lot of different hustles, you know what I mean? There's a lot of different ways to make money, you know. It, you still could deliver paper, newspapers and what have you, but, you know what I'm saying, they, they've they modernized it so much that everybody have a way to make some type of money. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't matter what your thing is. If you have a knack for something, look into it. Yeah. Sometimes you'll be surprised. It don't even cost to get in certain fields, to get in certain realms that you would think like, oh, man, like, how how could, you know, you got to own this. Or you got to have that to be able to do this. And you call the company up. And they'll be like, oh, I'm glad you called. We, we're, we're looking for people all over. Where are you? You know? Yeah, we'll set it up. Don't worry. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. So what's my fee? Oh, well, you're just going to pay for after we, after installation, you know, for your first, you know what I'm saying, on-lot segment. And boom. You know, after that, you know, you'll be on a, a, a net 30 account, you know what I'm saying, on a rolling basis for per fill-up or what have you or what we do. It's simple. You know, it, it just depends on, on what it is you do. You know? So, I mean, COVID is, is booming. See how you can get in there. I mean, I'm just being honest. It, 
I, I'm anti-vax, but I promise you, if they let me get a spot to shoot you folks up with, I... <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying me personally. I'm not saying... I'm not saying me personally shoot you up with a needle, but I'll let them put whoever need to be if I'm going to get a cut out the deal. And I will never get vaccinated, but I will watch all y'all gladly get vaccinated. I'll be the first one in line voting for vaccination rules that I'm not trying to attend. It would be crazy. Shit. Y'all gonna fuck around and have me like Mark Cuban talking about the Scott Plus cost plan on COVID. Shit. When I make that video, I have to sponsor it, bro. I gotta make (laughs) as many people as possible see that joint right there. Listen, all right, Spotify gonna cancel your ass (laughs) misinformation on COVID. You know, they're not finna listen to this shit. They, all they heard was COVID, and it was nothing that sounded like it could have been inf- good information. They flagging disinformation. You ain't lying. You ain't trying to get vaccinated no time soon. <laughs> At all. So, I, but I'm just saying, <clears throat> if they let me put a phlebotomist or whoever need to be in that joker to be able to stick y'all and, and get this rate down and stop this curve or whatever y'all believe with this shit, I, I'm with it. It just, it is what it is, you know. Um, but, you know, stocks, that's another way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can, if you can learn how to trade, you know, options, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's day traders is making, you know, thousand dollars a day. I made a little money on the door that on the uh not, on the um on the Dogecoin wave last year. But yeah, so you know what I'm saying? That's that's all I'm saying. Like you just you gotta find it, you gotta know when, when not to, but at the end of the day at the end of the day, I don't see how Somebody can say they, you know, they can't make some money. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. I mean, people selling dinners. I mean, just hey, you, I don't know if you fix bicycles, whatever. I mean, if you do landscaping, if you do home. You know what I'm saying? Interior work. Getting real estate. Man. Listen, I was thinking about going back to the landscaping piece. I was thinking about that this morning. Um, I was like, with my eight-year-old, I'm like, man, I wonder if he's ready to shovel yet. Because he'll definitely be ready by the time we get to next winter. I was like, man, I wonder if he's ready now, this winter. So I think like when we get the next like big snow, if it's too big, I'm gonna leave him alone. You know what I'm saying? Cause, mm-hmm. But you know, if it's a, if it's a, a regular size though, like come on out here, son, I'm gonna show you something. Because because I I kind of went through this thought um, last year, man. Last year was one of the last days of summer. Just had a bunch of stuff to do, a bunch of errands to run, stuff to do around the house. Had to work. Got home. Actually, no, I, I was off that day, but I just was nonstop, bro. Got home. 
and that grass needs to be cut. And I'm just like, mm. he's too young. <laughs> well, no, I'm just like, I don't feel like doing it. And I looked at him. I was like, I made a Facebook status. I was like, yeah. Like, I wonder if my eight year old, too, something to that effect. I don't remember what the status was. But it was just like, man, I did this, 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 this. Now it's time. Like, I'm going to do it. And I was just like, you know what? Come on, son. Let me show you something real quick. Took him outside, had him walking in front of me, you know what I'm saying? Cut that grass, right? And now he's just like, you know, something bad. It was hot. He was like, you know what? I just want to kind of, it was like, it was cool just to kind of hang out with you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. to your point, like, because I was thinking about that, because um, I was listening to, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not like about ourselves. I listen to our episodes to hear what ads come through, to hear how we sound, like I to try to critique us, right? So I'm listening to our to last week's episode today. Um and I like to listen to the episode before we make the next. Um so I had to listen to it today. And like I'm listening to you talk about, you know, Jay and you know, showing him how to how to do the stuff that he know how to do at, to be seventeen. And I'm just like, man, like I was just telling this boy to, sh- to cut the grass because my plan is by the time he's 11, he can cut the grass and I don't have to do it myself, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, if he out here cutting the grass at 11, he could absolutely make himself a little extra money doing this and the third, right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, uh, um, just to your point, you could always hustle up some extra money. It's just, is your mind there, right? Are, are you looking for it? And if, you're not, if you're not looking for it, well, and it's it's not necessarily about are you looking for it. Here's the here's the here's the thing. People want to pick and choose what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But what people don't understand is they don't or have to worry about picking and choosing what they want to do because they're not going to do something they don't like anyway. Go so, into more. I think I'm about to disagree with you. So, here's the thing. If you was in sales, would you sell Etsy candles? Probably, Probably. not. Because you could give a damn less about a candle or the scent of it. Unless it's that French toast joint from Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> 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 but I'm just saying, like, so... You know what I'm saying? Like, far as a side hustle, you getting into something, you're not going to do something you don't like or that doesn't fit you. You know what I'm saying? Even when you pick a job, even when you pick a job, you know what I'm saying? Or even a, a regular job. Okay. No, you don't like flipping burgers, but you, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? That's a difference. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, when it comes to longevity, nine times out of ten these days, the reason someone don't keep a job is because they don't like what they do. But on the same token, it's like I, I told people all the time, they like, oh, well, you got a good job. It's because of the mind frame that you're in. When you go looking for a job, do you go looking for burger flipping jobs? Or do you go look for 
inside the office, AC blowing, laid back jobs. Do you go look for factory work? You know what I'm saying? Do you go look for it is based off of who you are and, and the mind frame that, that you have. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's one thing I used to do with people that always say, you, oh, you got a good job. That's why you could do that. That's not the only reason why I could do that. Because somebody who got a job making, you know, $8 an hour can have more money than somebody making 15 You know what I'm saying? That That's definitely not why. But it's definitely the mind state. I, I always ask somebody right now, if we both didn't have a job and we know we need some money, so we got to go fill out some applications, where are you going? Where's the first places you going? And they answer me. And then I say, well, here's the first places I'm going. And they look at me like, yeah. My mind state is not, I'm not going to go looking for a job that I know, you know what I'm saying, I'm qualified to do with something else over here that I like more. That don't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, that's why a lot, for the most part, all your jobs have dealt with people. You always are talking to people. Right. That's what you like to do. You pick podcasts as your side hustle. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You pick the things you like to do. And and at least to what you qualify that. You know what I'm saying? I got you. So... And that's the thing, like, do it. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't hit the Bradley. Oh, give me another two two weeks to a month. I'm going to be ready. Bro, we just sat on the phone for an hour and a half. We just made two episodes. Ain't got none of it. You talking about two weeks to a month. But what? What you waiting for? And and that and that's I mean that's with everybody though. You know what I mean? Like I got cousins right now. Hey, hey, next next time you get ready to do something, let me know. I'm down. All right. Then I shoot a message to the group. Hey, find this vending machine. Y'all trying to go in? Well, what they want for it? What they got to do with anything? You said, next thing I get ready to get into, you want parts. <laughs> how did it go to well, what they want for it? Well, how much you think we can make out of it? How fast are we going to get that back? Are you trying to make some money or are you trying to critique what, what I'm trying to do? You know what I'm saying? In wholesaling, they got this thing called uh, analysis paralysis. Where you want to overanalyze every single thing and think you need more time or more information or more understanding. When the best thing you could do 
It's some action Jackson. Got to take some action. You know what I mean? No matter what you do, because even if you, you know what I'm saying, you miss or you fall short, now you know, you learn. You know what I mean? Now you can come back at it and rework your angle. Mm-hmm. But if you just sit there and, oh, I'm going to buy this book, or I'm going to listen to this person, or oh, they got a, a seminar coming up, you know what I'm saying, six months from now, I think I want to go to that. They got a convention. I was thinking, you know, I was going to take somebody to that and see what they think. Do it matter? So, don't, you know, overanalyze. Don't sit back and say, oh, there's nothing I can do, or I ain't talented, or I ain't you, or I ain't got the job, the education. But none of that matters. It's about what you want to put into it to see what you're going to get out of it. But if you put something into it, you're going to get something out of it. It's just the way it works. Yeah. So, man, don't be scared to check Facebook Marketplace for anything. I mean, anything. Because I wasn't thinking boats was going to be on there, but they was there. <laughs> for, the, for the low. <laughs> Been looking ever since, ain't found another one. Not for them prices, but it was my time, you know what I mean? And then, right. hey, everything got seasons, too. Like, lawn care business, you know, a lot of people in the lawn care business, if you want to buy equipment for cheap, July, you can you can buy equipment for cheap because what happens in July is all your rookies and newcomers that came in in April – you know, had all this fancy equipment they bought and did, and now they in a hundred degree heat with with ten yards to do today, figuring out that this ain't what they signed up for, and so they willing to sell their equipment, get most of the money they you know put into it back, so they could get about the business. And then in the winter, you you can find a lot of equipment cheap because generally people need to get new belts or tires or oil changes and what have you. And um, shops are packed and booked. So sometimes they'll just sell it, you know, after a few years or whatever, good seasons, and they'll just go buy some new equipment or what have you. Um, some may be retiring. You might be able to buy old routes. Um, that's another thing, buying established businesses. If you got some collateral, and you can buy an established business and you want to do it, look into it. Maybe a, a good investment, you know, doing something like that as well. Um, uh, it, it, like I said, it, just, it really depends. But um, going back to grass cutting, it, it's, not, it's not for the weak. 
I'm gonna tell you that. Um, and I'm not just saying just being out there in the heat and pushing and riding on a mower and what have you, but um, grass cutting is one of it's one of the most detailed jobs because you can tear your equipment up really, really fast and it will cost you some big money to get it together and you might not have made enough already in the season to afford that. Make sure you walk walk your lawns, you know, know where your your stubs is at from trees that may have been cut or fell down. Make sure, you know, um, if there's any dips or, or slides, wet spots, all of that type of stuff. Um, but lawn care is a very lucrative business. I don't care how many people is out there. There's more room for you. Um, if there's 50 lawn care companies, become 51. And there's room. <laughs> they can't cut all that grass, I promise you. <laughs> uh, I can't think of the name of the company, but there's a, there's a company out there that's similar to like a DoorDash or Uber Eats that you get, customers can download the app and have somebody come over with their own lawnmower to cut the grass. Man. So if you got a or you do some research, you can find that app. You can you can go drive your little lawnmower, you know what I'm saying? Either keep you one with gas or, or get you an electric one to operate on the battery, just keep your battery charged. You can make money doing that. Hey, once you once you get into the zero turns and whatnot, them hey, you cut yards pretty pretty fast with those. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I mean it's if you do home improvement work. Um, there's good money there. Uh, if you could lay floors, hang drywall, uh, tape and mud, paint. Hey, don't sleep on the paint game. Paint game got some money in it. Believe that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, if you if you're good with wood carpenter, doing decks, you know, on the side. It's, it's, it's there's, a, options. there's an app called Upwork. You know about Upwork? I'm sure you do. Upwork is freelance work. You can literally download the app and on both sides, you can download the app and say, hey, I need the job done, right? And it might be, I need you to proofread this. It might be, I need... Voiceover for this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? I, and I guess I'm thinking about the stuff that I've looked into, but it's just all sorts of like random, like freelance work type stuff. And then so like you can sign up and be like, hey, and you, you can negotiate the price. I, I, I'll do this job for this money. What's good? Oftentimes it's like digital, you ain't got to leave your house. It might take you. It might take you five minutes to an hour. They might throw 20 bucks at you. You know what I'm saying? And but and it, and it might be like, you know, can you turn this thing around to me in 20, in 48 hours? And so after the kids go to bed, you have know, their friend on the computer looking at Upwork right now. <laughs> um, let's see what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's just freelance work, you know. Um you, you put in a proposal, 
Upwork takes a takes a fee for 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 linking y'all up. So I think yeah, they everybody take a fee, don't they? Yeah, for sure. They take I think twenty percent. So you know, what I'm saying if you negotiate, yeah, I know, right? So if you negotiate, uh, uh <laughs> the lights went off. <laughs> Friends, stop searching that. <laughs> you said the light. Oh, oh, it looked like you turned the computer off as soon as I said twenty percent. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I had came back to the screen with us, so it probably just ain't that big white screen no more on me. Well, the, but um, you know, just you keep that in mind, and it tells you on the screen. It tells you that hey, like they accept the offer. This is what you actually gonna get paid. But you know, sometimes that work is you put the kids to bed, and before you go to bed, you know, sit down at your little at your at your table with your computer, with your laptop, get it done, be up out of the day. Yeah, so so it's it's plenty of stuff. Computer programming, IT work, you know what I'm saying, engineer work, you know. If you're good with computers can get certified, that's definitely a great space to be in. Um actually cyber defense. If you can get in cyber defense, if you can go on, it's a site, I can't think of it, but there's a couple little sites that teach you and get you certified in different um, little things that, you know, it's free and whatnot. Um, I got to get those so you can drop the link to them. I'll look those up so you can drop the link when you uh, drop the podcast. Um, in the description, but yeah, um, just find what you're into, go after it, build it, and before you know it, you may become, uh, you know, next big thing. Um, tell you also something, businesses. They need, if you have a commercial building, they need commercial addresses. There's a lot of businesses that's out of their home, and when they're applying for business credit and different um, things like that, uh, lenders love to see an actual physical address. And mm -hmm. when they don't see a physical address, a commercial address, then your business is not as trustworthy. So if you got commercial space, create a bunch of boxes and then you can sell boxes you can receive mail copy it and email it to them and they pay you a monthly subscription to use that uh, address box so um, it's a lot of money out there yeah. a whole lot of That's money out there the thing about America bro is that we gonna pay for stuff we gonna pay for whatever we want, right? So this is a bad example of it, but story time with your boy. Uh, <laughs> so used to work in the wireless industry, right? This was the stupidest situation ever, but it worked out for me as the person completing the sale. So I'm covering the store, had somebody call off, working 70 hours a week, but um, I'm covering the store. Uh, I'm opening the store in the morning, uh, customer comes in, bro, the stupidest plan. So he had he had a software issue with the phone. The phone wasn't working. Like, 
you know, me and you working wireless for a long time. You know, when you look at the phone, that they mess it up or if it's something that like just crazily happened, right? right. It's something that just happened, right? My, my man's had insurance, but he had this weird insurance plan that I had never seen. And you know, me and you worked in the cell phone business for, a, I mean, you worked in there for a while. I was in that thing for a long, long, long time, right? right. And um, he had this insurance plan that only covered accidental damage. He did not get an extended warranty um, with his insurance plan. So because his phone was not broken, they could the insurance could not help him. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. So like, tell me to have him like track Drop his it. phone. You know what I'm saying? And, and she was like, well, like, he can't do that. And by the way, this call is recorded for quality purposes. Yes. Right? So, <laughs> so um, my man's needed a phone. He had just started his new job. He needed a phone. So we work out the plan. We figure out the hustle. We add a line, you know, do the plan change. Boom, boom, boom. Do device changes so he can use the, 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 the phone on his new, the new phone on his Current phone number, you, you know the you know the game, right? Yeah. Same time, he just so happens to look and say, "Well, what's that over there? Oh, it's a tablet. Oh man, those things are nice. I like one of them things, right?" And I'm like, "All right, that's what it looked like. Boom, 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 right?" Him and his wife. Right? It's me, him, and his wife in the store, and they're like, "You know what? We really ain't got the money for this right now." And then. They literally said, well, you know, Huntington Bank gives us the overdraft protection, so we can go ahead and get it today because you're going to get paid tomorrow anyway. So we ain't even got to worry about it. Fred over here shaking his head, y'all. So the point that I'm saying is, is that in America, we going to get what we want to get, right? So exactly what it is. Man. And... and and the, and the truth is, is that you can't get what you want to get because chances are you have, not chances are, you have some sort of skill set, some sort of capability, something. Oh, yeah. Listen. Everybody know OnlyFans.com. I'm not saying go be a stripper. But what I'm saying is, is that... <laughs> Very glad to say it. But what I'm saying is, is that like there is something. Listen, I'm not saying you got to get naked. Somebody want to see your feet. That's a that's a very misconception. Somebody may want to, but it ain't a lot of them. That's the entry line. That's the entry line. Like, bro, that was. I mean, that was the greatest promo ever. Like. I, <laughs> I have never, ever in my life seen such great marketing skills. Like, whoever whoever let that woman blow up off their feed pics to be able to tell that lie for all y'all to flock there. Hey, I'm not knocking you, though. I'm not knocking you. Make your money you how you make your money. What you talking about? I'm just saying, like, for who... Because everybody said, oh, you know... uh, so and so made, I think it was like twenty thousand off feet picks. You know what I'm saying? One year, and yeah, that's it's true. It, it happened, but you know how many people ran thinking they was gonna be able to put their feet up there and make that same type of money? <laughs> All right, I see. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that was the greatest marketing scheme ever. Do you like? 
do you know that there is a like a feet pick version of OnlyFans out there? I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Like you know what I'm saying, but that's that's why it's like, however that happened for that one person, it was, you know what I'm saying, like a lot of people wasn't doing it. Like she branded herself so that she could sell her feet pick. That's mm-hmm. kind of like back when. I believe I was like in high school going to college when I found out that women were selling their underwear online on eBay. And I'm like, folks really buying that shit? Like, for real? And it was like, yeah. It, it's been going on for a minute. Like, and I mean, I'm like, literally, like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, but, you know. Somebody probably was making twenty thousand off doing that at first too, till everybody heard about it. So then you mm. gotta brand yourself and market yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean Well listen, you might not make twenty thousand dollars, but you know, you might make six. A little exercise. <laughs> Shoot for the twenty. If you Shoot make six, you winning. You land on six. <laughs> and you ain't have to do nothing on them feet, but just walk and not run into the table, into the corner of the table, or the corner of the couch. Man, look, man. Do whatever you're comfortable with. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. I got to call this episode What's Happening with a Bunch of Stuff Again, because we- <laughs> we've been all over the place again on this one, bro. That's you. I was on the topic of business, and here you come with OnlyFans, and God knows. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's business. Don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> it <laughs> is. It, it is. It, it is. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. At all. You know, I, think- I made me a sex toy site trying to, you know what I'm saying, see if I could get in where I fit in. You know what I'm saying? It was doing drop ship and everything. But that was also because of COVID. When I seen Shopify gave you 90 days. You did that before. Huh? You did that before COVID. That was like 2019. You hit me up. was like, hey, do me a favor, post this on your socials. No, nah, like, this was because of. <laughs> 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 no, nah, was, it was during COVID because Shopify gave, us, gave you 90 days during COVID. Because of the whole pandemic, to see if you could basically create a site and start making some bread within 90 days. And me being an entrepreneur, me, I was like, I got to be able to make some sales before 90 days is up. Like, there's no way you telling me I can't make no sales in 90 days. And I'd be damned. I made some sales, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't bullshitting you. Only problem is I couldn't figure out how to get it to price itself right. So that way, I made a profit. Like I, I was like losing by like a dollar, two dollars, and no matter how I changed it, it <laughs> changed the outcome. That's crazy. The, it was like it was something to do with like basically when you buy like because I was doing it free, I was going through Ali AliExpress. So when you go through there, every item you buy, you have to pay shipping for. Mm. I, you know what I'm saying? I think, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if Sheen do that or not, but like I know AliExpress do. 
So on my website, you pay shipping for the gross total. You know what I'm saying? Like basically it's like you ordering it from me and it's all coming from one factory. You know what I'm saying? Like out of one box. So essentially you would pay one shipping to me. Oh but when I go when I go on the back end, I gotta pay shipping per item you picked out. So you really needed to ramp up your inventory ordering to get your bulk pricing down. No, I needed to adjust my pricing on the site to well, cover that, the cost per item to have the shipping and the cost of the item plus my profit. But the problem is you got 500 items on the site. You don't know what the shipping on each one of them is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So unless you knew that or went through each one specifically, but now I see why it takes time and why people you know what I'm saying? Just clicking and adding shit there because you gotta click it, see how much it is exactly to be able to check out with it and get it there. Then you gotta price it accordingly compared to what's online. You know what I'm saying? And the whole nine. Now, see, don't get me wrong, I had a brilliant site and idea. My prices was dummy low. And I could have really just went $10, $15 off what the big name company selling them for and probably been good. But that was high inside 2020. I dig it. I dig so. it. Well, listen, hopefully we helped y'all out. Get up, do something. Or, or get a website, show something, sell something. <laughs> But um nah man, you know, we just want to talk about you know kind of what we do, what we got going on and you know, listen, we if y'all ain't figured it out by now, we just trying to make it. And we just trying to I now I be telling my wife like my kids ain't gonna be poor. Like they're not gonna be poor, they're not gonna be struggling, they're not gonna be trying to figure out how to rob people to pay Paul to pay a bill, like the bullshit stops here. With this generation, this line right here, is over with. It's over with. So like, we we just figure it out, and we gonna figure it out. We gonna talk to each other. We gonna talk to other people. We gonna we gonna listen. We gonna continue to get game. We gonna share the game that we got, and y'all can share the game with us too. At what's happening, right? Individually at our Bishop Swag. Been my social media name for eleven years my xbox name too i feel like i should say that um <laughs> still can't put the sticks down he said man and then mr that humble underscore beginning is uh is the homie fred here um what's happening is the show we had all platforms love is a bird you like the show you know uh let us know hit us up on the socials tell a friend about us share share the video clips on social you know say hey this is a show that you need to listen to. They're going to make you laugh. They're going to make you think. We might make you cry sometimes, depending on what we talk about. But we just want to see you to make this thing work. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We appreciate y'all helping us grow it out. And um, we out. Y'all be safe. Love y'all. Peace.